0: This is my Roger Ebert style review of House of a Thousand Corpses. It's not terribly long. A kaleidoscopic nightmare of noise and sound. Hello, welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
1: And I'm her little brother, William.
0: And today I'm paying the piper. (laughs) Yeah. I think we mentioned it at the end of last week's show, um... We revealed that when we did our Patreon episode this past month, and Will and I had like a horror trivia showdown, I was the loser. Ooh. and the loser yeah, was to do an episode based on a topic of the winner's choosing, specifically designed to make the loser not happy.
1: So basically, had Kristen won, and as we all know, because we're all here, she did not she I lost. Did not. Uh, I would have had to watch some of the Real Housewives episodes where they go to seances and yeah. stuff. and probably It would
0: have been great fun. People have been saying, oh, I still want that episode.
1: Oh, well, then you should hope for a stronger champion because <laughs> Kristen was defeated, and the topic I had chosen, and it took me about a, a millisecond to come up with it, was Kristen should have to watch the Rob Zombie classic, House of a Thousand Corpses, and discuss it with us tell us what it's about share her review yeah and uh well we all know what happened Kristen had to watch it
0: <laughs> we all know what happened yes i watched it i watched it today uh-huh. i both wanted to come into this fresh and didn't want to watch the movie and kept course. putting it off yes and i will i'm saying this genuinely it has made me have a bad day <laughs> and i mean this
1: what time did you watch it
0: i watched it midday okay and first of all the watching of the movie was unpleasant but also i was trying to coax myself into enjoying this in some way And i believe we spoke about this off off mic or whatever that i was gonna try to maybe get some snacks so at least like i'm having a a nice um sensory experience while having an awful one yes so I got myself a pumpkin spice latte nice. or whatever they call it from Dunkin Donuts. Uh-huh. I got the large um I don't know that that made me feel great. <laughs> Is my point I felt very sugary If you know what I mean
1: Yes I do
0: And um, So that didn't feel good In my body Right yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. I'm watching this thing That also doesn't feel good In my body It's just all Bad And I felt weird After that From the giant coffee And like God it, it, oh, oh God I feel like it should come With like a warning Or something It's like An onslaught It's Well it does ah. it's,
1: it's it's rated R I mean what else Do you want them to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> not every r-rated movie is such a like huh, huh. Like, uh, like being hammered uh, by stimuli it right. was way too much it was loud uh, yes. it was fast yeah it was lots of colors and stuff i'm an old woman i don't <laughs> want this <laughs> yeah right if you'll notice people who are watching in the live i have a different hair color today yeah that's true I wanted to do something to give myself a bit of a boost. Is that right? Yes. I was like, oh, this day freaking sucks. Like, ugh, this is so annoying. I watch this thing. I don't want to have to do my research about it. I want to be in this world anymore and thinking about these people. And I was like, she means
1: the world of the movie, by the way. She said that (laughs) phrase to me before. (laughs) And it made it sound like she wanted to die. I don't want to be in this world anymore.
0: I got to tell you, there are a couple more references like that. In my <laughs> <laughs> so just always know I, I don't, I mean, the world of the movie. Yes, 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 yes. And I was like, all right, well, I kind of have to wash my hair anyway. And I bought this toner and like, maybe it'll be fun. And like, you know, for September and fall, I'll make it a little bit like orangey for the fall. I'm doing everything I can over Did here. Did it
1: do anything to offset? Or do you feel any better? no
0: nah, it's, it's, yeah, No.
1: It looks nice. Thank you. It's okay. fine um uh so man i just i'm I'm just so excited i've got so many questions and everything but we're gonna get there so real quick i just want to say for people that are out there watching or listening as this episode drops Mm -hmm. tomorrow
0: Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. Saturday, September 4th, Kristen and I are going to be at the Showboat Casino in Atlantic City for the NJ Harcon 2021. 2021. Mm. Yep. Come by and say hello. We're going to have a little game for you to play. Yep. I've got some pins, some stickers and stuff. Yeah, we're going to have
0: some giveaways.
1: Yeah, I've actually... Here's that jingle jangle
0: waiting for you pennies ring
1: yep don't let just some rando who doesn't care about us who's gonna throw it away get them
0: yeah I know. you come get them yeah totally you know somebody's just gonna come by and be like oh free pins yeah
1: well everyone's being safe i'll be masked Mm -hmm. up yeah totally we'll we'll be doing shows and stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah come by say hey if if that's the kind of thing that you're comfortable doing and if you're able to
0: yeah we'd love to see you and there's other cool stuff going on too so yeah yeah totally
1: um now the other thing
0: Mm-hmm. To say oh, I want yeah, right. to
1: say this At the top of the show So that people can maybe Do this as they listen
0: Right 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 um,
1: This is I'm holding up right now The the Blu-ray Of House of a Thousand Corpses That I bought for Kristen The second that she lost the game Yeah Now I thought I was giving her A precious heirloom That maybe she would hold on to For decades You know no. Maybe hang it on the wall I <laughs> Who knows? No, thank you. Um, But Kristen has instead decided she needs it out of her home.
0: Yes. And And into yours.
1: Into yours, potentially. So we're going to give away this Blu ray of House of a Thousand Corpses. Maybe you like this movie. Again, I think yeah, totally. you're going to I think you're gonna struggle with this episode if you like this movie. But uh, maybe you, um, you've never seen this movie and you want to understand what we've gone through. Maybe you want to get it and destroy it. You can. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. But uh, I think I'm going to make Kristen sign it. Yep. Um, and uh, I think we're going to each write a little note to put inside for, yeah, the, totally. for whoever wins this. But do you want to tell people how they can win it?
0: Yes. So if you leave us a review you share something about the show on social media, basically anything that like either gives us a, a boost or tells other people about us, um, email us at gttupod at gmail.com screenshots of those shares. And I say screenshots because you can have multiple entries. So if you want to write us a review and share it on Twitter and that's two entries. If you want to write us a review and share it on Twitter and Instagram, three entries, you get the idea. And then in a couple of weeks. Um, I you say started, let's just do
1: next week. Right? Okay, great. Next we'll week. We'll give it a week. So next week we're going to put all of your entries, all of your names into a bowl. Mm-hmm. Again, if you've written you know, something on Twitter and re- written a review yep. and written a blog post, that's three times your name goes into the bowl. It's Hunger Games rules. Yes. And so then we're going to draw a name out of the bowl. And whoever wins, you lose. Yeah. You're going to get House of a Thousand Corpses on Blu-ray. That's so right. And my
0: terrible signature in handwriting.
1: Yes. So make sure it only counts if you email us because we need uh-huh. to see. If we're not tagged in it, we don't necessarily see it. We don't know That's to right. enter it into the bowl. Send it to us with your address mm-hmm. um, that we can send this. And we'll get this into the mail to you yes. after we draw next week.
0: That's right. So please do that. That'd be awesome. And email only. Even if you tag us in the post so that people find us, the entries only count if they're an email because it's too hard to keep track of all the tags on different social media accounts. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank
1: you, everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So all right. It's time. It's time to talk about this. What
0: are your questions?
1: Ah, boy. I think... So I know that I gave you sort of homework for this as well. It wasn't just that you... Had to watch the movie. I gave you rules that I wanted to see you follow. Yes. So I know you've got a plot summary. I know you've got your own review.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know. I know that you've got the story of one of the characters from the movie is named Doctor Satan. Right. So we'll get into who that guy is and what's up with that uh-huh. and some second opinions and stuff. Yes. I guess what I want to know from you right now. I think maybe we should do the synopsis just so we can set the table so everybody's on the same page. Okay. And then maybe we'll take it from there.
0: Okay, sounds good. Um, I'd also just like you to hear at home this email that Will sent to me about my homework. (laughs) So it's an email where the subject line is House of 1000 Corpses homework. Why I say 1000? I know, that's weird. He said, I want you to really listen to me. Here are the things I'd like to hear you cover about House of 1000 Corpses. The overall plot from your POV. Your favorite moment. You have to pick one. Your least favorite moment. Your personal review. Written. I think it would be funny for you to have to read out your review in the style of a Roger Ebert review or whatever. And then in parentheses, as an example for me, funny man Rain Wilson dazzles the eye in this gore fest. Dr. Satan character history. I have to assume there's some lore to this guy. Three positive second uh, opinions. Three negative reviews. The Blu-ray is in the mail, which felt like a threat. <laughs> oh, it was a threat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So here is what the plot of House with a Thousand Corpses this is. What the
1: movie that we're talking about even is. Some people might not even know what we're talking about. This is Rob Zombie's first movie.
0: Yes, it came out. I don't know when it came out actually. Let's see. Did you
1: do any research aside from just watching it? Two thousand two.
0: Yeah, I did. Okay. I just didn't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So. It's This movie is basically just a bunch of stuff that Rob Zombie must have thought would be cool. Right. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of plot to be found. Okay. Um, it is instantly chaos as soon as the movie starts <laughs> because there's this cold open where there are these dudes trying to rob Captain Spaulding's place of business, right. which is like a gas station slash kind of like curiosities shop. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's also like a ride in the shop that's like the murderer mile or something where you go in kind of like a a roller coaster buggy but i think you just sit there it's like a dark ride yeah Mm. yeah and so that's what's going on here and so these guys come in to rob it they have this like really weird dialogue that's a way that nobody talks in except i have to say it did remind me of kevin smith dialogue a little bit
1: Oh, I don't like you saying that.
0: I know, but it's true. Where it's just like quippy and like like maybe dick jokes kind of thing and just like this is the way you're talking in the midst of a robbery like such a That is more tete, tete.
1: right. That's more the thing to me. Is, mm-hmm. is Kevin Smith dialogue is usually because the, char- the character is being quippy because they're sitting around in the mall. Uh-huh. If you're robbing a, a guy, you might have a different tone.
0: Maybe, but there's still a rhythm there that jumped right right out to me. Fair enough. Just in that part, but definitely jumped out. But it's just all crazy. And then, like, this other dude comes in who's wearing a mask and takes off the mask. And there's, like, makeup on his face. And he saves Captain Spaulding. And you're like, who the hell is this guy? Where did he come from? And it turns out that there was a deleted scene where he kind of hit, like, a panic button underneath his cash register. Okay. So that's what that was. But I was just like, oh God, what's going on? Um. The basic plot is that these kids, I don't know if you would call them kids in their 20s, um, are on, I guess, a road trip or something. And they stop (laughs) at Captain Spaulding's place. Because they're just in the car. I don't know what their aim is here. Yeah, right. Where were you going?
1: What were you going to do? Yeah, exactly. If the events of the movie didn't happen. What What were you doing? There must be an answer to that.
0: I guess so, but I don't have it. Okay. Um, So they were going to do something and they stop at Captain Spaulding's place because it's a roadside curiosity and they ask about the legend of Dr. Satan because this is like a a local urban legend. Um, Now, here is where I'm going to take my opportunity to go into the Dr. Satan lore. Okay. And blessedly, there is not much. It is not a big deal at all. Is that true? I mean, it's a big deal for the movie, but this is not like a sprawling character. He is not in the Devil's Rejects. He's like mentioned in passing. It's a very contained story, which was good for Chrissy,
1: but bad for this this movie, right? No, I mean, look, nothing's here, good. Let in me this movie, maybe maybe, I, maybe we should also do something here that I think would be beneficial and share our personal histories with this movie a little bit. Okay, right. Sure. Because I the, the reason that I asked you to look into the Dr. Satan lore, mm-hmm. one, I can't stand the name Dr. Satan. Yes. And if it's not already clear, I assigned this movie to Kristen not because I like it. Oh, yeah. I assigned it to her because I really don't. Mm-hmm. And I know that she really doesn't either. And I thought it would be fun. Yeah. So Not fun. Uh, Foul. Right. So uh, Dr. Satan as a name, mm-hmm. um, I, I knew he was supposed to be something of a boogeyman yeah in this world like be careful or dr satan's gonna get you and i guess
0: he's not the biggest deal do
1: something he's
0: definitely the final villain but yeah he's not the biggest deal i mean everybody else is doing crazy stuff the whole time
1: i can't tell you how uncreative i find the name dr satan to be there's no way that i can doesn't bother me that
0: much i mean i feel like a lot of like pulp comics and things like that would have like a short like mr devil dr satan name to them so it's not that weird to me
1: i guess it's just silly is is it that he's satan but it's that he's a doctor no no he's just like a bad guy it's just it's just uh, i i would rather it be mundane and it be like dr hauser Uh you know what i mean like i I honestly and then he's just a serial killer yeah but like he's dr satan it just it's just so much it just doesn't feel real like you think about the real boogeyman that exist, right like like the jersey devil Mm -hmm. is like basically just saying a place and I guess that's Satan and devil is synonymous there, but I don't know. Doctor. Well, he's a doctor. Dressed, and it's just lame. Yeah. I he is a, he lame. is a doctor. All right. Um, it's designed to just sound cool, you know, and I <coughs> yes. just don't think it does. But, um, so I, I assume because in this movie, they keep talking about Dr. Satan and I've seen this movie. Right. And they do eventually spoilers for the whole damn thing, obviously, but they, they eventually see Dr. Satan. Yeah. And then it's over and there's really nothing to say about that and it feels like there i expected there to be something
0: well i mean well, well we'll get to like what happens with him i mean there is kind of something but it's not whatever okay so here's the deal with Dr. Satan and who he is um he is a bad guy who was doing experiments sometime in the past to try to create a race of superhumans and so you know taking advantage of the mentally ill to do experiments on them. He told everybody that it was always people who were on the brink of death anyway. So it's not like he was doing anything so wild or whatever, but the community did not care for it either way. So the story is that he was hung by a mob of angry townspeople and they hung him from a tree, but, and they left him there to hang or whatever and like came back in the morning and he wasn't there. It's like, where's Dr. Satan? He got away or whatever. Um, so we do see him a little bit later and I'll explain what's happening with him then, but just give his stats and his history. He is quite old. Uh, he appears to have like mechanical arms or something and a stitched up mouth. Can't really talk. He's like, and um, like I said, he doesn't appear in The Devil's Rejects, but he is kind of alluded to. So he's not really this like specter over the whole universe.
1: So even that's weird. If he, Why is his mouth so shut? I don't know. Right. Like, wouldn't you think you wouldn't want that to, to have that be the case? If you're a big evil dude that is like doing mm-hmm. like killing people and you're a big villain guy. And you're trying to talk, but your mouth is sewn shut. Right. Like, they're just like, I guess it's weird. I mean, could it
0: be maybe that he's supposed to be, like, insanely old? Like, this happened a really long time ago. And for some reason, having his mouth sewn shut serves him in some way?
1: Maybe, but that's not – my point is, like, it's not established. So it just feels like, with nothing to work on, with no context of the decisions being made, it feels like you've got a villain, but his mouth is sewn shut – but he's otherwise physically
0: uh-huh. relatively
1: care- capable in doing stuff. Yeah. Why is his mouth so shut? Would you want him we, to be able to talk? Would you want to be
0: able to talk? We hardly spend any time with him.
1: I think it's all a big. Uh, it's weird to me.
0: It's a big buh-buh. Yeah. Um. So, Chris Hardwick, who's in this movie, wants to go see the Doctor Satan tree and captain spaulding gives him directions there and so they're like driving in there in the car and it's pouring rain and they see like a hottie out there who's hitchhiking um who they decide to pick up uh so she's in the car she's like being all annoying a cherry moon zombie and um their car starts to act up and so they are like or no she's like okay well we're not that far away from my house why don't we just leave the car here my brother will come check it out and fix it and you guys just wait in my house and it'll be fine and they're like not thrilled about it but like fine so they go to the house and it's just like weird madness in there it's the night before halloween and this family of like real characters is having i guess some sort of pageant for themselves okay i don't really know why um, it's all, like, very cluttered in there, and, like, things are really intense, and naturally sexual in nature. Oh, uh, Of course. Because it's a well. Rob Zombie movie. So they're in there, and things are weird for a while. They, like, have dinner, and they tell them that everybody has to wear a mask during dinner. I will say, by the way, all of this to me is fine. I'm not enjoying myself, but I'm like, this isn't so bad. I mean, could it could it be that this is kind of just, like, a weird, like maybe zany is not quite the right word but like if it's just gonna be them like dealing with this weird house like this isn't that bad but it's not that um so, it does
1: get worse is what you're saying yes okay
0: much worse because seriously at this point i was like this isn't that bad i love I this so you know. but i was like i can kind of hang with this I'm, yeah, you yeah. know it's not that bad but it totally gets bad so they um you know the brother comes in or something and he's like Okay, the car's fixed. You guys can leave. And they're all like, thank God. So they go out to the car and then they're like getting in the car and then these people come out of nowhere with masks on and start beating the hell out of them and stuff. So I guess they just wanted them to like think they had the safety and then snatch it away or something. Okay. So they're all like beaten up and then you kind of go to them like waking up in the house or whatever. And all of the weird family that was in the house, it's like a mom and kids and a grandpa or something. Like, all everybody who's not the mom and the grandpa are, like, torturing different members who are in the car in some way. They're all like, good morning, or whatever. And um, this is just a scary, you know, like, backwoods family who's got you and whatever. They're, like, into torturing. Um, Some of the ways that they torture are things like pretending to give Chris Hardwick a haircut, but then scalping him instead.
1: Oh. That's – they pretend – well they do give
0: him a haircut she's like he he, he," like cutting his hair and then she's like and like scalps him
1: oh right is that sherry moon Zombie? zombie is
0: cracking up the whole time but her
1: yeah okay
0: her name is baby yeah and she's got a little baby laugh
1: and it doesn't i don't know what i was just gonna say it does it doesn't it does her baby laugh is just very bad yeah. If I remember correctly, it's really her going like,
0: he he ha 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 ha.
1: Like she's saying he he and ha ha, which people don't do. Right. And uh, it, just, uh, it just doesn't sound real.
0: Could be. And then there's like a guy who kind of looks like the guy in Rocky Horror with like the long stringy white hair. Riff Raff. Yes. Kind of looks like Riff Raff. He's doing bad stuff too. I believe it's him who turns Rain Wilson into a Fiji mermaid. Right. And then shows it to Rain Wilson's girlfriend, who's just kind of like chained up in the room or something to like torture her and be like, "Here's your boyfriend." <laughs> and she's like, "No." Or now, whatever. a Fiji mermaid uh-huh.
1: is a uh, uh, typically it is it's been like in sideshows. Yeah, uh, it's a monkey whose lower half is a fish, right? And, and so this is something that people evidently actually made. They but you know they would pretend that it was. Uh, an actual creature that was alive in that form, but obviously they took half of a monkey and sewed it to half of a fish. Right. So um, this was the moment when I first saw House of a Thousand Corpses, and already I had not been enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. The second they revealed Rain Wilson as a Fiji mermaid, <laughs> they call him Fish Boy. Uh-huh. I could not have been more against the movie if I tried. Yeah. I didn't like the way it looked. No. It made me feel sick to my stomach, not in a good way.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, how did you, you feel sick to your stomach in a good way? Well, I get, well, here's the thing. I do enjoy movies that sometimes do have like <laughs> crazy, you know, gory special effects and stuff where I'm like, whoa, like you can be grossed out and be in it for the ride.
0: Yeah, I know. If you had said grossed out and not in a good way, It would make more sense to me, but sick to my stomach, not that way that I like to be sick to my stomach. Yeah, true, the
1: good sick to your stomach, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. But, like, I I, I just, I, i how did you feel seeing that Fiji Mermaid? I hated it. Yeah.
0: I didn't like it at all. I was like, ugh, God, this is so gross and just, like, uncomfortable, unpleasant. Every un you can think of. Yeah. Didn't like it at all. So that's what's going on with them they're all they're getting messed up Mm -hmm. now there are other people there who are also in the house who are also being tortured which is a group of cheerleaders who have gone missing from the local high school right and so they're in some sort of like shed or something and like obviously like they're naked and just like beat the hell up and stuff and like all bloody and whatever um Also in this, so that's basically what's going on here. That's like the whole movie is just us like seeing different rooms that people are like having a bad time in. Yeah. And then there are cut scenes sprinkled throughout in a really, really weird way. It'll just be all of a sudden like Sherry Moon Zombie like doing the Watusi like next to a skeleton or something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little like vignettes are just edited in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or like a picture of like a a yearbook that's a negative and like shaky. It's so weird. Um. So anyway, so the cops are looking for – they've been looking for the missing cheerleaders. They're looking for the missing group of kids or whatever. And um, they make their way to the farm. These, this family is called the Firefly family. So it's Firefly Farm. And the cops are ultimately bested by the Firefly family and killed. Okay. So then there is almost kind of a final girl who has – found herself at one point in an underground maze of elderly men who i don't know (laughs) dr satan that's when dr satan comes in so she's in this maze of old men and then she makes her way to dr satan who's like operating on chris hardwick i think and then like this other guy comes out who's a creation of dr satan who just has like a hole in the middle of his face like I I mean, it's a mouth-ish, but not really, and it's all gross, and she makes her way out of the underground and runs to the road, and luckily, Captain Spaulding is driving by right then, just the face you want to see to save you, and so he lets her in the car, and he's going to take her to the hospital, but then that riffraff-looking guy pops up from the back seat and goes to stab her, and we end on, like, a freeze frame of him going to stab her.
1: Okay, well, great.
0: Any questions?
1: Um, I guess I, I have a few I have a few comments and recollections. So, okay. one, um, the guy that you're describing as looking like Rack from uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. is uh, played by character actor Bill Mosley. Yes,
0: people love him.
1: Yeah, I honestly I'm a i am really really enjoy his performance in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2.
0: Hmm, a big Tobe Hooper fan. <laughs> He must be.
1: (laughs) Tobe Hooper. Um, Toby. Yeah. And uh, uh, so he, I think, is certainly like a major get for House of a Thousand Corpses because he legitimately comes from the movies that were plainly the inspiration for House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually, if I remember, a dialogue aside, I think I'm not opposed to his performance in this movie. Mm -hmm. I know there was one moment where he... Makes everybody dress up like bunnies.
0: Yes. And screams, run, rabbit, run, like 20 times in a row. He does that. He also went there dress up like bunnies. He has killed one of the girl's dads. And he's wearing his face like Hannibal Lecter and his chest. Okay. And he goes to make out with the girl. Oh. Okay. I hate this
1: movie. Yeah, I hate this movie, too. Um, so uh, uh, one of the next things, because think about Dr. Satan and that weird basement full of old men. Yeah. Uh, if I remember, that's bathed in like red light. Yes, I can't understand. Again, just I know I'm harping on it. Doctor Satan has a character that's supposed to exist. Uh huh. I don't know why he would be like. Yeah, I want to. I want to operate in this room that's like violent red light. It's like. In Seinfeld, when like Chunky's yeah. Chicken or whatever moved in. Kenny across-
0: Rogers Roasters. Yeah,
1: Kenny Rogers Roasters moved in across the street and Kramer couldn't live in his apartment anymore. Yeah, totally. It's like that.
0: Well, they're perverse, William. Who knows why they like to do what they like to do?
1: I know, but you could use that as a blanket statement to make any horrible creative choice.
0: Yeah, you could. It just that makes, makes su- it. I honestly think it makes sense. See, I-, I think I just, it's a
1: fine choice. I just, make, I just I think it makes this world feel so artificial. Like, I, I just can't believe that. That
0: many- makes it artificial?
1: Little things matter. You know what I mean? Like, uh, doctor but what's the big deal? I don't know. I don't see the big deal about that. You love this movie. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't think that. I think, I guess, here's, here's really my vantage point. I think that Rob Zombie obviously has a love for, like, 70s and uh-huh. 80s horror movies that were genuinely grungy and had weird stylistic choices because they were made by people who didn't know what they were doing. Right? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Uh, like, a uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original and the sequel, especially, which obviously are the template for this movie because mm-hmm. it's all about crazy families yeah. where every one of them is an individual, unique brand of lunatic. Mm-hmm. Like, those movies are so off-kilter and weird. But the fact that Rob Zombie's making a movie that's meant to feel like it's so off-kilter and weird yeah. just makes it feel a step removed and artificial, where I actually think, like... It'd be more interesting to see what it would be like to make a movie like Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2 mm-hmm. with today's actual sensibility uh-huh. or a filmmaking filmmaking technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that because of that Rob Zombie's impulse here was to just make a bunch of weirdos yeah. and have any excuse possible for it to look creepy and scary rather than making it look at all. Like a world that somebody might live in, yeah. So that's why I say and I realize that it's a weird thing to harp on, but Doctor Satan, just for no clear reason, being in a basement or out or underground or whatever, yeah, underground, bathed in red mm-hmm. light, it's just like, well, I just don't, I just don't believe that he would do that because most people don't do that, and serial killers are a thing that have existed before. Yeah, most people, and aren't- to my knowledge, they don't bathe themselves in red light all the time because that would be uncomfortable. Like, there's no, there's no. There's no grounding in any reality. So the entire time I just feel sick like I'm in outer space floating with no no literally no gravity.
0: But if there's no grounding in reality, I don't understand why you get hung up on individual pieces. I just accept like all right, this is all screwed up.
1: I guess let me be clear. I'm not saying <laughs> these are my only problems.
0: I know, but I'm I saying just don't know why you even a think problem. About
1: it. Yeah. And even these little things. Yeah. Which you would hope that maybe a little thing might be normal somewhere. None no. of them are.
0: No, nothing's None normal. None of them
1: are. No. So Nothing you just have to normal. accept it. I still refuse to accept <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> Nothing is normal. For the
1: record, I won't accept it.
0: Like, serial killers may not operate in red light, but they're also not trying to create a race of superhumans and sewing their mouths shut for some reason. Is that what's happening? Yeah. He's trying to make superhumans? Yes. By putting a, a man with a hole in his face? Yeah, I guess. I don't know for what purpose, but yeah, he's like trying to create like an ultimate human. See, now that's
1: like that. Do you have more information like that? I said that before. But I'm saying, like, do you have any more information about, like, why? Why did he want no. to create? Something? Okay. And there you go. That needs to be. That's context. Right? Like, is it his worldview that having a hole in the, in the middle of your face <laughs> is for some reason beneficial? Is, is everybody know, in that underground? Bloop
0: disgusting brown stuff out of it.
1: Ew. Yeah, Is everybody in that underground, do they all have the same surgical deformities that he gave them? Or do they – I am assuming they all have a variety of crazy stuff.
0: I don't know because there were also people who seemed like they were just like hanging out down there. There were like people who were just like reading magazines or something like on couches. See,
1: because he just thinks it's fun and weird. But what I think I at least respond to and I have to assume other people would as well, I would love Mm – with a huge asterisk – To at least go like, oh, and Dr. Satan's methodology was actually, because there's the legend, Mm -hmm. but here's what he was actually doing, which is far sicker, and we have some idea of it, but instead it's just, no, Rob Zombie just wanted to have a big hallway for somebody to run through, and it'd be cool if it looked red, and it'd be cool if there were monsters, and it'd be even weirder and sicker if some people were just so chill with it that they sit in a chair. So there's nothing, there's like nothing to actually grab onto to go, oh, that's interesting. You just go, ah, ah, there's so much. There's so many things. There's so many choices made. Yeah. He's made, it's a choice factory with no logic for you to go, ah, I see. Mm -hmm. You just are assaulted by a million decisions. I know.
0: It's I. That's
1: what I mean. And that's why it bothers me because it gets down to, I know I'm nitpicking, but I'm saying even down to the nitty-gritty detail that m- could have just been normal, it's
0: not. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean. Nothing is normal. Nothing is normal.
0: Yeah. I, th- I feel we just have to accept this. It is It
1: is a firing range uh-huh. of sensory experiences.
0: Yes. I'm a gentle soul who doesn't like that much sensory stuff. I'm, and that's why I'm I'm I wanted
1: ha- you to see it. I'm a
0: highly sensitive person. Now, you had
1: seen this before, correct? No. You'd never seen
0: this? No. No. You thought I've seen this before? I assumed you had, yeah. Why'd you assume that? Because I had. I don't know. No, I had never seen this before. Sometimes And we, then it was just happening.
1: Right. Sometimes we would just put on movies. Yeah, I know. You know? But no, so, I've never
0: seen this. Oh, my
1: God. So that that <laughs> must have been an even ruder awakening, because yes. I at least, I don't want to watch this, right? Right. But I, I at least know what I'm getting myself into. If I did, you no. really had no idea.
0: No. I mean, I had a guess. Like I, I figured it was going to be like what it was. When I was saying in the beginning and they're just in the house and people are weird, I was pleasantly with an asterisk, asterisk surprised where I was like, huh, okay, maybe this isn't really as horrible as I thought. Uh, so I had an idea of what it was like and I was right and I hated it.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I think – I I, think, I can't decide if it's better or worse to to not know what you're getting yourself into.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. I've only had the experience of semi knowing what I was getting myself into. Yeah. So I don't know. Fair enough. All right. So now let's move into my favorite moment, which I kind of alluded to. William made me pick a favorite moment. And she has to phrase it as, this
1: was my favorite moment. <laughs> so I also, I didn't say this to you in the email, but I, I think it was implied. I need you to say this next part happy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to sound joyful. It was
0: kind of implied because you said, and you have to pick one. Exactly. You have to, yeah. Yeah.
1: I need you to phrase this like, like you really enjoyed it because I can then clip this and, and embarrass you later.
0: <laughs> well, the way I wrote it is not that way. So I got to so say it happy. Okay. Okay. My favorite moment was the part between the opening scene at Captain Spaulding's and. When things start going really sideways, where they're all just in the house with the family, like meeting Karen Black as the mom, having dinner and wearing masks. That was my favorite part of this movie.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, all right. Quick question. So obviously. No need to expand. Of course. But obviously this is your just least hated moment. Yes. Now, uh, is that because it was it was world building it was of, relati- a, of a type?
0: It was relatively calm. Con- okay a bit of a calm before the storm i did kind of like uh, yeah i was okay with the world building i was like all right these people i i get what's gonna happen and everything probably but like maybe we'll spend a little bit more time just like seeing them just talk and be weird to like the kids in the car the uh, it look their house looks pretty cool at least the downstairs that's like presentable for people they had a long dining room table that had like a ton of candles on it love a candle. Um, so there, it was interesting to look at, and I was like, okay.
1: So then I guess here's here's what I'm interested in then. Mm-hmm. So am I to, to take this – and this is not a gotcha. This is genuinely a question. Am I to take it that what you were sort of at least on some level responding to in the moment was, oh, we're meeting these people, and yes. they're interacting with each other. And even if I don't like everything they're doing, yes. it's at least some sort of insight into a crazy world, or you can start to anticipate – off of this as a setup like it was actually sort of bringing you in a little bit. Yes. Right. There's something
0: I could hold on to. It's people just having dialogue, you know, pe- people being weird to this other group of people, them feeling kind of apprehensive. I understand that.
1: Yeah, that was a clear a clear yeah. conflict. Yes. We're in these people's home. And there's something wrong with them. Right. But we have to be polite.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like that was that was fine. Right. That was my favorite.
1: Okay. That was yeah. your absolute favorite. <laughs> that
0: was my favorite. Now I think
1: I also want you to sound happy while you read your 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 least favorite. No.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, least favorite. I wrote like a million things. It was so effing loud and annoying and jumbled and headache inducing. And then I pointed out something that I said to you already that toward the end when the final girl is underground, that there's a weird creature who has like that hole in his face and he blorps out just a tiny bit a brown viscous stuff and i know i made a face during that so i'll choose that oh i because wish otherwise we should have
1: pointed a camera at you while you were so watching this it was so weird
0: it was almost grosser than if it had been like an exorcist like stream of something it was just like a and just like a little bit of brown stuff i was like ew
1: we, I really wish. <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> if we do this again, we've got to...
0: We're not doing this again.
1: With this I'm movie, I'm not losing again. With this movie, <laughs> I mean, if if you lose again <laughs> in the future, I'm gonna
0: make you watch this again. No, I won't do it. <laughs> oh, you make you watch the Devil's Rejects. I'm gonna make you do the whole trilogy. No, you're not. You can't make me do anything. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think
1: I think I would pick something different. I don't think it would be Rob Zombie next time. All right, good. the time after that. Have mercy. But um, I I think um, it's interesting. I think that your, your most hated moment was like a very visceral.
0: I hated everything pretty much. Graphic effect. I, yeah.
1: Did anything in the movie scare you or disturb you? No. No.
0: No. I mean, I was like, ugh. But I'm just, I have kind of, for horror stuff, like somewhat of a thick skin. Yeah. I hardly ever get scared. It's really just like tension yeah. Not in this movie, but in general, like tension that I feel and then maybe jump scares or whatever. But like, I don't really get scared or disturbed by horror movies.
1: Have you ever seen, have you seen the first two Texas Chainsaws? Yes. Yeah. Both of them?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't do like Do you have that.
1: any recollection? Okay. I mean, you know, vaguely. Okay. Fair enough. Why? Because I, I struggle. I struggle with the following. Mm. I do yeah. like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mm-hmm. I do not like House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, um, they very they obviously have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. They're both going for a very colorful, over the top horror comedy with gross out moments. Yeah, um, and so I'm struggling to figure out why I'm fine with liking one and not liking the Rob Zombie movie.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And I
1: think it ultimately just boils down to I do not. I can. I can. I can. Suspend my disbelief enough for Texas Chainsaw Part 2 mm-hmm. because some of the scares are authentic and some of the characters are so inventively nuts. Uh-huh. So very famously in Texas Chainsaw 2, Bill Mosley, who is the, the, the actor that these two movies share, he plays a character called Chop Top. And I think if I saw this character in a modern movie, I would hate it. Mm-hmm. But something about it being an eighties movie and it being the first time I'd ever seen anything like this before yeah. just makes me go like, Oh my God, I can't believe this exists.
0: Yeah. I think context plays a big role with stuff like that. And I
1: think it's Rob Zombie trying to mimic that tone. Maybe that just makes me feel like, Oh, you're mimicking something and it doesn't feel right. But so chop top, um, is a war vet i think it was in the vietnam war and he came back with a metal plate in his head and the the family in the texas chainsaw massacre movies are all cannibals yeah and so uh his quirk chop top is that he has a a wire coat hanger yeah and a lighter and he uses the lighter to heat up the metal coat hanger and scratch the plate in his head and then whatever skin comes off, he eats it. Yeah, and it's so crazy. And he's done it so much that the metal plate is exposed. Yeah. So you can just see it under his skin, and it's it's just so insane, and 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 genuinely for the time, I think, just like bonkers invented. Yeah, it's totally
0: bonkers.
1: And that's the thing that I think Rob Zombie aspires to as the ultimate and cool, which is not how I feel about it. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. So. I think it's I think it's that I think it's that disconnect that he's chasing this vibe mm-hmm. that he can't adequately match because it's thirty years later mm-hmm. and he's not those people in that time making that kind of a movie so it just feels be. very also ran mm-hmm. and it feels very try hard and inauthentic
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and I don't think anything in this movie House of a Thousand Corpses. Is inventive.
0: No. And I I know that he doesn't like this movie.
1: Oh, he doesn't? No. Oh, then he and I have something in common.
0: He's very critical of it. And he apparently finds it kind of embarrassing. Oh, thank God. Honestly, that's a, that, bit, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I'd feel a little bit more encouraged by that if all of his movies weren't like my hated, my, my most hated movies. Um, right. I want to say something before I forget, though. So about you liking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and not liking this, even though they share a lot of the same things. I think that often things can have kind of the same bones and structure. Right. But then there's just like a style that is enough of a departure that's just off so i'm going to say something that i was avoiding saying before um because i don't like to draw this comparison but it sprang to mind when you were talking about how the red light bothers you and the uh tunnel with with dr satan and stuff and you were like it's just contextless it's just like doing things for things sake you can't understand it whatever i was like david lynch stuff is kind of like that a little bit Well, that's interesting, and I I hate that you said that. I know I wasn't going to, but
1: I I believe in David Lynch's work as art for you to interpret, Mm -hmm. and I do believe in him as a creator having a. a... I do believe he has an intention.
0: Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, Yeah,
1: and I and I don't believe that Rob Zombie has an intention beyond this. This is cool. Yeah, Yeah. and I just don't. I just don't very much respect that. Yeah. I, I. Believe in listen. All right, this is very pretentious to say. I'm a writer, and I I direct, and I edit, and I uh, I believe that you ideally should have a purpose driving each choice you make. Besides, well, because it's cool. Mm -hmm. So many things are just cool. But if you jam a movie full of all the things that you just think are cool yeah. without having a backbone to it or without being able to say, well, yes, he does the run rabbit run scene where he dresses people up like bunnies and makes them run. That's really a commentary on, you know, the, the you know, Whatever. the most dangerous game. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't have anything. I don't he might say he has something to back up why that moment might be in the movie or something. But I, I don't I don't. I don't one, I don't believe him, and two, it's not in the film. Yeah. It just happens. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's cool and it's an image he thought of. Were David Lynch to do that, for first of all, obviously I don't think he would do that. Second of all, but he did do like, you know, he did this whole like sitcom called Bunnies or something where it's just people dressed like rabbits and it's like, you know, 45-minute-long episodes, mostly with dead air. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't believe that literally everything David Lynch has ever worked on is I up think he at the level sometimes
0: of, like to screw with but and but that's but not the all thing. the time
1: if, if his intention is to screw with you right
0: that's an
1: intention it's still different yeah i don't think rob zombie's intention is to screw with you i think he does it because he thinks it's cool mm-hmm. so i i would i would rather so again
0: it's context
1: yeah it's context i would rather david lynch try to annoy me yeah and me feel annoyed yeah then watch rob zombie and think oh i'm supposed to be impressed Thinks by this. this cool. I, I just don't believe in it. Yeah. So that that sort of is my answer, and I I also think that David Lynch has certainly done things that he doesn't know the meaning behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do believe in him as an artist, going like I don't know what it means, but it was it was in my head.
0: Yeah, it was like in it a dream. stuck
1: in my head. Yeah, and so I believe in him trying to craft the thing he thought of. Yeah, and I don't believe in the craft of a house House of a Thousand Corpses either. So there are a multitude of reasons mm-hmm. why you are dead wrong, and I'm mad at you.
0: I didn't say I'm not dead wrong about anything. I said it sprang to mind that random images that you're like, why is this here? reminding me of David Lynch. That's literally all. I why said.
1: am I so mad at you? I so,
0: don't know. So here's
1: the other thing. So here's the other very. Get
0: your pen out of my face. <laughs> I'm mad. I've had a bad day. I had to watch this. I felt sugary. <sighs> I compared Rob Zombie to David Lynch. <laughs> Whose work I love.
1: I know, you you have an adequate point, and here is why. <laughs> Stop smacking things. So Rob Zombie also made the Halloween reboot. Yes, he rebooted Halloween one and then H two. Yes, and in Halloween two, inexplicably, is it called H two? I think so. No, really,
0: I don't know. You could be right.
1: I mean, there's an H two O in the franchise. Who knows?
0: I know. Maybe I, guess it's just, I Halloween it was just Halloween 2. 2. two. I feel like yeah. I've seen.
1: Maybe I've just seen it abbreviated. Maybe. So uh, in Halloween two. He introduces the image of the white horse. Yes. Rob Zombie does. He shows that Michael Myers sees an image of a white horse. Mm -hmm. And at the start of the movie, or at the end of the movie, whichever, Uh there's a title card that says, The White Horse Means Aggression. Yeah, I know. So then you watch the whole movie, and you know exactly what the white horse means. (laughs) Yeah. But... Uh, which should be, which is an artistic sort of, for him to have a vision, you want it to be sort of open to interpretation, you'd think. But maybe maybe there was a studio note. I don't know. The White Horse is a lift mm-hmm. from Twin Peaks mm-hmm. where David Lynch would use a white horse. So Rob Zombie knows his inspirations. Right? Yeah. And he loves his inspirations.
0: It's very referential.
1: And he'll use his inspirations. And that's all fine. I don't believe any of and you know i haven't seen everything he's ever done his work is not of the caliber of his inspirations mm-hmm. and if you're going to imitate something i really think you need to hopefully try to reach it plus yeah and i just i you know it's just a, uh, it's just it makes or
0: just a sprinkle
1: makes me feel sick a sprinkle and they just make me feel sick <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything I've ever seen, it is makes me I feel physically I don't Ill. mind
0: a reference to something that's an inspiration as an Easter egg. Oh, or I whatever. love a reference. I know, but I I know.
1: But you can't put the white horse in Halloween too. No. I'm sorry, David Lynch did that. No, and yeah. he did it. You didn't do it better. Yeah. It's if you're gonna do it, mm-hmm. you got to have the next.
0: If you're gonna do it, do it good. Do it right. And do it. Do it good. Do it good. Do it good. Do it good. All right. So now my next of Williams demands. This is my Roger Ebert-style review oh, that's right. yeah. of House of a Thousand Corpses. It's not terribly long. A kaleidoscopic nightmare of noise and sound, House of a Thousand Corpses made me wish I was one of them and didn't have to watch this drek. Oh, that's great. Things just keep happening in this movie, and they're almost always unpleasant. I experienced a near constant thrum of revulsion during the film, although not in response to the gore of which there is plenty. Rather, the characters themselves had me on edge. Violent, sure, but also this is one of the most irritating and annoying groups of villains assembled on screen since Spice World, and their queasy (laughs) sexuality didn't help matters. Horror icon Karen Black was a rare tolerable spot, if only for the meta-knowledge that she's a legend in the field. House of a Thousand Corpses is a bacchanal of torment and slime, and for some, that won't be an uh, that won't be an insult. Plenty of people love this sort of sleazy '70s kitsch horror that clearly inspired it, and writer director Rob Zombie is one of them. His first outing has heart, but it made me wish mine had stopped beating. Doctor Satan, call it please.
1: <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> wonderful. I, Thank you. That was fa- I really want to applaud that Thank very you. very genuinely. Thank you. You know that I wrote that piece of homework for you because i i knew that you would crush it and thank you did you. that was absolutely wonderful
0: Oh, thank you it was
1: wonderful i've thank always you. loved your synopses i've always loved your uh, i love your writing
0: thank you very Fantastic. much i well love done. yours
1: um i think you should post that somewhere i think that sure. should be on letterboxd right <laughs> like i, I think <laughs> and like can we take like a headshot of you looking like an ebert sort of headshot or something can we just steal the two thumbs ups yeah. <laughs> and just make it your thing now? I just forgot. Can it, we it, can we re dub <laughs> Kristen Ebert? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Ebert. <laughs> can we rebrand you on the internet? <laughs> that was fun to do. Or Roger Kristen. There's <laughs> something even worse, you know? Well, Kristen Rogers. Well, yeah, but you already had that. Yeah. <laughs> That's over. That's it's done. over. It's done. Kristen
0: Rogers Ebert?
1: It's gone. <laughs> it I, I, I think Kristen Ebert.
0: Yeah, Kristen Ebert is yeah. the best one.
1: Your new last name is Anderson. So I don't yeah. know you haven't brought that up once.
0: Well, no, I only said uh Roger because of Rogers. I know. Or vice versa. I know, I know. Yeah.
1: Rogers Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. There. I know. Um uh, uh good god
0: <sighs> Yeah. I mean, it stinks. I don't think he would have liked it. And Roger um, Ebert? Yeah. Uh, he was alive 2002 yeah i guess you're right yeah yeah Uh, let me find i'll I'll google it yeah i wonder if he had had a review for it i meant to somehow work in the dog of the week because remember he would he would do that on the show i don't think it was every single week but like they would choose a movie that they didn't like and they call it the dog of the week and they had that dog like speck or something that was one of their dogs come sit on their lap
1: I absolutely you remember I talked no. about
0: it on one of the episodes of the show because something that we talked about probably in Slash Trash was the dog of the week.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I have no idea. So it doesn't look like uh Roger Ebert ever reviewed this movie, unfortunately. Okay. But he did give three stars to the Devil's Rejects.
0: You know, I did keep coming, and the next thing we're gonna hit are the Amazon reviews. I did keep coming across, and this is not me saying I want to watch it, but I kept coming across reviews of people saying, like, oh, this, like, The Devil's Rejects is so much better than this. Like, this movie sucks or whatever. So, I guess it's a commonly held belief.
1: You used to have it in your home.
0: (sighs) Okay. For the millionth time, I rented it from Netflix on disc while we still lived at home together. And I watched it for, like... Minutes and turned it off. Yeah. Never to be seen again. Right. So I didn't really have it in my home exactly. And then I had it in your home too. You had, you had possession. Which makes it a problem. Yeah. Okay. So let me read you. Well, you know, we'll end on a high note. I'll read you the bad reviews first. Okay. And then let's hear from some people who who enjoy the movie. Okay. Okay. So here are three bad reviews as requested by William. This one is from Natalie Slater. These are all on Amazon. Um, they gave it one out of five stars, and the headline of the review is predictable and derivative. This is from 2019. I saw this in the theater and thought it was amateur hour, but recently a lot of my friends whose opinions I respect started talking about how much they loved this movie, so I gave it another shot god rob Rob zombie is just not good at making movies he should be he likes cool movies has a lot of cool stuff in his house and yet this and every other movie i've seen of his is terrible just totally predictable corny and bad okay all right i don't disagree he does have cool stuff in his house like he's got like cool memorabilia i think but does
1: does 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 possessing cool stuff mean you can make a movie
0: no i agree that that he has to be
1: their their statement i'm not holding you to that i'm saying that's what they said
0: He should be. He likes cool movies and has a lot of cool stuff in his house. So he should be
1: good at directing movies because he has cool stuff in his house.
0: Yeah. No, I I don't think they're connected. Okay. But I think he does have cool stuff. Okay. This next one is from Vicky Justice. This is another one out of five stars. Headline Stupid. Then the um the review is oh God. is simply dumb old ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's one dumb I old like. ass movie. That's great. Okay, this one's from Dawn. One out of five stars. Also stupid. This is pretty lame. Dot 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 dot. I don't know, but I would not pay to watch it. SMH.
1: <laughs> thank you for your review
0: i know
1: thank you for your review
0: okay so now let's go to some positive reviews real quick
1: what, yeah what the hell is the point of amazon reviews
0: yeah i i was thinking the same thing because, like, was, as like, you read
1: that like what am i supposed to get out of this
0: i don't know because also there were also a lot of reviews that were like arrived in a timely manner was in wonderful condition whatever. I know. so like I think people both use it as, like, literally reviewing their purchase process, yeah. but also as, like, a movie review site. Because if that person says they wouldn't pay for it, shake, shaking my head, does that mean they just logged on to just review it? Do, so, Like, did I they not no purchase it? I don't know. So what
1: what's the point of these things and what use do they have at all? Well, does the star the star system isn't even applicable it doesn't tell you about the quality mo- of the movie or the quality of the shipment necessarily because it tells you
0: both right so you can't trust it right so what what are they there for i don't know anyway i'm happy to hear them i don't know it's a good question <laughs> okay this okay first positive review positive review is from yodan reynoso and this is five out of five insane and outstanding this work of art keeps you glued to the tube. One thing after another, after another again. I agree with you there. I couldn't agree more. Exactly. This movie is great and fantastic both. I like a movie packed with action, and this one delivers. Some people are wimps and say it was a little too gory, but it rocks to me.
1: I want to make sure. (laughs) I think this is very important to make clear. Okay. At no point... Did we ever say we don't like this movie because it's too gory or anything?
0: No, I really because I care. think that this is one I mean, of those. Gross, this is
1: one of those movies that I think becomes sort of like a gatekeeping of horror fandom type thing, where it's like we're not we're not shut down by this movie because it's so gruesome. No. you know what i mean like i i think i think that review is interesting because it's like
0: yeah that's not the problem a lot of people
1: have no it's possible to not like this movie on the merits of the movie itself
0: not at all i mean you know i didn't enjoy the gore because i just don't really like gore that much but it wasn't it wasn't the problem at all um so yeah some people are wimps and say it was a little too gory but it rocks to me it was effing insane and outstanding i love it great job rob <laughs> that's great i think i really included it because of
1: that i think the 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 like outline for this movie was probably also one thing after another after another it is just that there's no
0: other plot it's that they go to the house and then they're just like tortured for a long time and that's even the cheerleaders is like why even i don't know it's just like more people yeah body count and why is it house of a thousand corpses i guess i thought at one point that we would maybe like I don't know, like in that movie, A Haunting in Connecticut. Like, were we gonna like open the walls and there right. were, like tons of, cor- but no. So it's like nine people, yeah. eleven with the cops. That's
1: interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I did. I did open the plot as Wikipedia has it. Uh huh. So maybe I can get something out of that from there. But I will. I will say it already did deviate from what you had described. What did it say? Uh, it didn't deviate. I should say it did flesh out something that I was curious about. The the people that are in the car, Rain Wilson and yeah, what's his name? Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick they're in the car because they're driving around visiting roadside attractions because oh, okay. they want to write a book.
0: Oh, okay. So there is oh, a reason.
1: There is a reason why they began. Okay. Just saying, just saying, Gotcha. but gotcha. I'll see if there's any, I'll see if there's anything about a thousand corpses. It you could mean, just be a name. I, that I, they think thought, it, yeah. I think it
0: probably is just a name, right? Um, but it made me expect that we we're going to find out this is like a, ho- I mean, it is a house of horrors, but that was like packed with corpses. Right. Did you and- mention
1: that the words, the end question mark appear on the screen? No, I didn't, but they do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, so this next positive re- review is from Freya. Five out of five. Great start to an awesome series. If you're into slasher-style movies, then this is a great movie for you. It's got all the crazed slasher gore you're looking for with a nicely twisted storyline. That was why I chose this review. I liked that. It also reminded me of the wickedly talented Adele <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Dizine>. Um <laughs> A nicely twisted storyline. It also perfectly sets up the events of the next movie. Okay it would I, know, yeah i guess if you're gonna make a second movie I, right it's not like it was made after
1: but it's weird to be like yeah. the sequel it's weird to Lines go back and this. be like be like ghostbusters is good because hey really, it sets up ghostbusters too it really
0: sets you up for ghostbusters and too. it's like well yeah, yeah they
1: made the second one after so they knew where to start yeah right what do you mean
0: you know freya is a uh defeatless optimism and it. What does the matter with me? What An undefeated optimist defeat Freya is a defeatless optimism.
1: Listen, you've had a rough day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like i i think i i don't want to hold these people the, their feet to the fire too much obviously sure. they, just, they
0: just wrote a review they i'm just it. saying
1: i i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to interact with the language and understand it.
0: right that's all we can do is that's interact with do. each other's language yes okay so this final positive review this is from an anonymous amazon customer maybe they're they, like i don't want anybody to know i
1: request to remain anonymous <laughs> yeah. i liked house of a thousand corpses
0: uh five out of five stars thank you rob zombie I love any movie that is quotable. And this little gem by Rob Zombie is just that. Very quotable. I will say, I'm not looking to quote it, but it is very catchphrasy sometimes. Yeah, like yeah, pretty much yeah. everything Captain Spaulding says, I feel like is probably like on a t-shirt. It was a good balance of scary and funny and doesn't have any slow spots to agonize through. Again,
1: agree. Yeah, there's not a single slow. Spot. I was not bored. Yeah.
0: Um, I've watched many times and will continue to watch.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. So there are people out there who like it, and yeah. that's great.
1: Honestly, yes. Uh, uh, I, I should also say everything that we're saying. If you, if you, totally love something, great. There are movies that I love that you probably hate. Totally. Again, you know, we got dinged in a review once because we talk about Scream too
0: much. Yeah. So
1: listen, your mileage may vary with anything. Absolutely. So if you love it, more power to I'm you. I'm
0: happy for people to love things. It's like totally fine. I really don't. You know, it's fine.
1: <laughs> See, like. All right. I looked up some quotes. Okay. This is from the DVD menu select screen.
0: Oh, I took a picture of that because I was like, oh, God, like already I'm unhappy. I took a video. This is what it was like. So it was a kind of spinning carnival wheel thing with Captain Spaulding's head in the middle. And the wheel is made out of a saw. And there's just like a whole bunch of crap around it. And I was like, oh, God, already this is just like not my style. Right.
1: So he says, "Well, shit the bed. Howdy, folks. Come on in." And I'm like, eh, already? Like, like it? It takes quotable what four words? Yeah, for me to to go. Like, why would you talk like this? What's going on? He he. Yeah, he talks like no one does. Like I just don't believe." Anything. I don't believe in you. I'm also seeing that there's a character named Killer Carl who interacts with Captain spaulding Where I'm like, yeah,
0: I think that everyone's
1: got to have a cute name. I think
0: that's the guy who came in. Who they have a deleted scene where he hit the panic button to get him to right. come in.
1: Here's a line from Otis: "I'm the one who brings the Christmas candy. Now tell me, who's your daddy? I'm the one who brings the devil's brandy." Yep. I just that's, okay. he's
0: coming down the stairs wearing that girl's father's body. Okay. Yeah.
1: I I, I I just don't know. Just don't know. <laughs> Hunting humans ain't nothing but nothing. They all run like scared little rabbits. Run, rabbit, run. Run, rabbit. Run, rabbit. Run, rabbit. Run, rabbit, mm. run. Run, rabbit, run. Like it goes on
0: so long. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, have I fulfilled all of your... Have I complied with your demands?
1: You've you've complied. Okay. You've complied, and I I, I I don't know if I should even applaud you for doing the bare minimum. All right. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you watched this. I'm um, not. I I'm, wish I hadn't. I'm sorry that this is the first time you saw it. I genuinely thought you'd be revisiting something.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that would make it any better if I had seen it before.
1: Here's why I think I think it would make you go like, Oh God. Right. We're getting to the fish boy scene. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I think that it would be more of that sort of a yeah, feeling. I, suppose. I, I honestly, I, no, I, I guess here's, I... here's the real, here's the real thing that I think I'm realizing.
0: I worked late yesterday yeah. to account for having time to watch this today. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it impacted your life,
1: <laughs> but I, I think, I guess the thing that I feel worst about is because I had assumed you've seen it before. Um, that I wasn't ruining the fact that you could have gone to the grave without ever having to see it. Uh, so now you've now you yeah, have now seen I've it. I've seen it. Right? Like Right, that,
0: I'm a person yeah. who has seen house of a thousand corpses. And prior to this, I was somebody who had not.
1: You're just you're different now.
0: Yeah, No, I'm different. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Cuz I've
1: I've long said that I, I yeah, <laughs> this is probably to me like one of the worst movies that's ever
0: i hated it been made <laughs> i really hated I could, it i genuinely i yeah. really hated it so
1: i've now turned you into somebody who's had to watch it and yeah. uh i didn't really realize that i was doing that i will never watch another rob zombie movie ever again i don't know about that why do you say that well because you got to beat me in the games
0: no you're not allowed to make me watch them. Why? <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to that doesn't seem like a fair just, it's not i know I've seen too many of them. Which ones have you This seen? Halloween one and Halloween two, right? And yeah. like five minutes of The Devil's Rejects. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, if I could make you watch another one. I think that's all I've seen too. So I don't, I don't have know Have you seen
0: I, any of The Devil's Rejects?
1: You know, I know that people love it. Yeah. So I have watched clips of it. Okay. And I, I, I don't feel as horrible about, about it as I do about this. Because yeah. this is supposed to be like a carnival- yeah and fun
0: uh-huh
1: this this you're supposed to be having fun <laughs> i didn't have any fun and the devil's reject seems like it's really
0: looking at the candles on their table i guess that was two seconds of fun where i was like oh it's really nice display and that's fun, like fun for me
1: right that's like fun for you know like uh like a uh, like a two-month-old yeah like that's that's yeah zoe likes fun looking at have. lights right yeah. exactly uh-huh so um uh uh oh i hope she never has to see this
0: No, William, we're keeping this far away from her. That's why you guys have to send
1: in your... Oh, listen. No, no, no. There's no risk of me playing this or letting my child come anywhere near this disc. Yeah,
0: don't let her see that. I don't want her to see that
1: I don't want her to see anything about it, so we got to get it out of here. But I'm saying there will come a day where I cannot tell her when she's in her 20s or something. You know, I can't tell her... No, you may not watch whatever. I'll control her. I just hope she never has to see this. Yeah. Um, and I I I just I really I have
0: a violent reaction to oh, it. Oh God. I hope she's not like at some like romantic interests house and they put it on. I would call No, never mind. I I
1: I, I if you like this the movie, sheriff, that's fine. I call the sheriff. <laughs> I'd call the constable. No, I don't think it's a red flag if somebody likes this movie. Obviously, just like I just hope my daughter never has to see yeah. see this because I I think it's horrible. Yeah. horrible. I was I almost cursed. I, only, I almost I almost cursed for like the first time in a yeah, million right. years on this show.
0: I only said that because I feel like I have seen not this, but I've seen other horror movies that I think about and I'm like, ugh when I was at like a dude's house. So yeah. that's why I associate like forcibly seeing some like horrible horror movie with like being at like somebody's house you have a crush on. Yeah. That's the only reason
1: I said that. Listen because and because you're
0: like more you're like, okay, I'll go with the flow.
1: I should also say I you know, I'm one of the hosts of Guide to the Unknown and I've got tons of horror movies. Yeah. So you could easily feel that way about my horror selections. I don't know. Nah. I just know how I feel about this, <laughs> this one.
0: Um, uh-uh.
1: Uh-uh. I feel uh-uh about it. Yeah. Um, did you dive into any of the special
0: features? No, I did not. No, I didn't. I read all of the IMDb trivia. I did like look all around for Dr. Satan lore in case I was missing something. I couldn't get done with my research fast enough today. I, I-, I seriously, I just wanted to yeah. not... I didn't want to be interacting with this anymore.
1: Do you think the director's commentary is Oh my god. If he's not proud of this movie.
0: Well maybe he did it like right after
1: Right. That's the movie true. came out. I wonder if he did a modern one, what that would be like, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, did you play the interactive game Tron, which is on this? No, disc? I read about that though, okay, but no, I, I didn't. Have no, idea what that is. no, I. You're right. I did the bare minimum. Right. I, I was not trying to go above and beyond. No, what was assigned to me. I
1: think that was the right for the
0: crime of losing that goddamn game.
1: I know. I think that was the right choice from a self-preservation. Yes. Angle. Right. Um, well, everybody, there you go. Yeah. Um, you could have this barely used disc. Yes, played once. Played exactly once. Mm-hmm. This could be in your house now. Yeah. You could own this. You know, people are going to start deleting their <laughs> reviews of Guide to the Unknown.
0: <laughs> like, know? don't send it to me. I know. Uh, I'll like sage it for you if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you need.
1: Uh, if you uh, uh, go out there and if you write a review of Guide to the Unknown on Apple Podcasts on uh, on Pod Chaser, if you post about us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you write a review, you write a blog post, you share it, you tweet it to somebody, let us know. Email your. Uh guide to the unknown uh submissions to gttupod at gmail.com along with your address. We will pick a winner in one week's time. Not if winner is the word,
0: but we'll we'll pick a recipient. Someone's
1: name's coming out of that bowl. Yeah, right. And whoever it is. It's you
0: (laughs) And remember multiple you get multiple entries for multiple things
1: maybe you hate this movie but you love the taste of danger write like 50 tweets
0: (laughs) yeah put the odds in your
1: favor and then hope we don't pick your name
0: that's right it can be like a suspenseful thing for you all week like oh god is this gonna happen to me there's a
1: lot of fun to be had Mm -hmm. with this contest and then you'll have a, a signed copy of house of a thousand corpses from somebody who has nothing to do with the movie. Correct. And inside will be a note from us. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Kristen, yeah. for watching this. I'm, uh, you know.
0: Thank you, William. We, it was a good game. You lost, but you lost honorably.
1: Game. So, thank I you. shake your hand. Thank you. Um, all right, everybody.
0: All right. So hope you enjoyed. And if you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash gttupod. Thank you so much to all of our existing patrons. It's the biggest deal. And we really, really thank you. And so another way that we thank you when when you become a patron at the $4 or more per month level is that we put out a bonus episode every month on the 13th that you get. Right now there are like 25 of them. So there's like a nice big back catalog for you to check out. There's a Discord with other patrons in it who are so nice and are talking about cool stuff. Every single day, there are cool pictures in there, book, movie, TV suggestions, just chat. It's the nicest place. And we also do a live stream in the beginning of every month where we plan out the next month of shows so you get to be in on that process and kind of know what's coming, which is neat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, think, um, I think I'm think i interested to see if people have submissions for future things like this. If we were to, Kristen and I, compete again and the loser has to do X yeah. for the show, Okay, watch something play something, research something that we don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, submit stuff like that. Send that stuff to us. I want to see what kinds of topics you think would be rough.
0: Yeah, I think that's the operative thing to stress. We'd like to see what you think. Oh,
1: yeah. It's not a guarantee of anything. <laughs> I should <laughs> no, be very clear about this. Yeah. Send your suggestions to us at pod or pod at gmail.com yeah. I do think it would be fun to keep this going. And like maybe yes, we, maybe the fun. last show of every month is something that one of us is not very happy about. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a good idea. Let's, let's think about okay. that. We'll sit on that. But email yeah. us your suggestions. And you're next. It doesn't alternate. You have to defeat me.
0: No, we can't have every Patreon episode be that. Why not? Because maybe people will get bored of it. Kristen. They want to hear us do horror trivia every month. Maybe. I don't know what people want. How would you like to see
1: us compete? GTTupod at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I, I will never be bested by you again. I will always do my research. I will always come more prepared than you ever possibly could be. No. I'm tougher. (laughs) Faster. No. I can outrun you in a foot
0: race. (laughs) You did beat me in races in the pool. That's true. Yeah. I, I do
1: swim faster than Kristen.
0: Why do you keep beating me at things? That's a great question. Oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. All right, let's get the hell out all of All right, everybody.
1: Follow us online as well. Mm-hmm.
0: We are at Pod on all social media, and I am at Chillin' Kristen. I am at The
1: Myth Traveler. If you're in the area, come to yes. the NJ HorrorCon 2021 tomorrow, Saturday, September 24th. Drop by and see us. Take a pin. Play a game. Say
0: <laughs> Saturday, uh September 4th. What did I say? 24th. Oh, it's The 4th.
1: Yeah. You should <laughs> you know that. It. Google it. Yeah. They're, if you go there on the 24th, there's going to be no one there. <laughs> or maybe it will still be there. At yeah, the table. right. <laughs> Who knows?
0: We're lost. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. We hope that you hated it. Uh, we'll be back next week for, uh, well, something totally brand new. Yeah. For episode 200.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's right. It'll be something fun and different.
1: That's right, everybody.
0: Yep. But until that time
1: comes, we must actually travel.
0: Yeah. Uh, off to Atlantic City, go we. Bye-bye.
1: Smell you later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you gone to Atlantic City like for like Atlantic City stuff?
0: In general, I have. Yeah. I haven't done that in a long time. I
1: never have.
0: It's fun.